Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. Never shut up. Never Good morning, everyone. Today is Wednesday, January 17th. I'm your host, Rose, and today we've pulled Edition of Light Divided. Edition of Light Divided is the opening track for Tori's 2021 album, Ocean to Ocean. I love that album. I mean, honestly, I really do love all the albums, so I don't know who I'm kidding when I say that I love that album, (laughs) but that's okay. I'm also one of the ones that got the tattoo. I mean, I think a lot of people have gotten the tattoo. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, there's this little graphic that was um, on the album for this song. It's a plus sign, then a light bulb, then a division sign, and there's a line that carries through the whole way. So you get the plus and the division symbol over it. And then the center is a light bulb. We, there were a bunch of us that got it done at Ephraim's house in 2022 in June when we were all in LA for three days of three shows with Tori. Those were so much fun. That was a really, really fun time. Shout out to Joel and Brad, my roomies for those shows. We had so much fun together, laughing, 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 and then more laughing, like laughing to the point, like laughing in church kind of laughing because Brad was working and Joel and I were like sharing memes back and forth. And like we had to separate ourselves because we were laughing so hard and Brad is like working and he's looking at us like what are you guys laughing about and it was more one of those things where you're laughing and then you start laughing because you're laughing and then you're laughing because you're laughing because you're laughing and then you can't control yourselves so that's kind of what I think about when I hear this song because not only that Joel and I kept trying to do towards the end of the song where she's singing Edition of Light Divided and she kind of goes up really high and we kept trying to do that acapella together like perfectly in tune with each other and it was not working out well and so we worked really hard on getting that right and we we did nail it in the end we nailed it anyway that's that sweet energy memories that I have to this song and the fact that she played it every night I saw eight eight shows on that leg of the tour and got to hear it every night and by the end I was actually looking forward to hearing it every night I'm like honestly I really hope she does play this because I do like this song I love the energy around the song I love the message behind the song it's got this real driving uh, piano rhythm in it that excites me that I want to learn to play as I was listening to it meditating with it today I was like oh yeah I think I need to bump this up in the queue of pieces that I want to learn because I just love that the energy of the piano in this song and then when we saw her when I saw her this past summer I saw nine shows she only played it once and I was honestly looking forward to hearing it on the regular even though she wasn't playing it on the regular the way she did in in 2022 so Tori talks about this song as finding the light it starts out saying I am hurt love is lost and frozen and she prays that she doesn't stay feeling broken and I I get that I feel that I mean, she wrote this after she had lost her mother so there was that parental loss and it certainly strikes a chord with me and that sense of feeling broken because of loss 
And then there's this invitation to let the light break through, which I always love in when she plays it live. There, The lighting is really inviting the light to break through. You don't need to stay broken. Break this chain of pain. You don't want to say, stay broken. So there's this breaking of the chain. So that's the second verse. And then the third verse, she talks about melting with Kali's dance. And I love bringing in Kali. Kali is uh, in Hindu uh, theology and Hindu culture. Kali is uh, the goddess of death and she's the goddess of time. She's often pictured as black. Uh, Sometimes she's a really dark blue. She's got lots of arms. Uh, She's very fierce. So she wears a necklace of skulls and she's standing on top of a god Ravana um, or a demon Ravana, or sometimes she's standing on top of Shiva. It depends on the depiction. And her tongue is hanging out and there's often blood dripping off of her tongue because she's this really fierce and intense energy. My teacher Rama talked about her as being like an overbearing parent as opposed to her counterpart of Durga who's more of kind of an aloof parent who steps back and only shows up when you ask for them which is I know is not really aloof but overbearing versus not intensely present in the way that Kali is. So Kali as the goddess of death she's really the goddess the ultimate goddess of change and that's what she's bringing in she's marching change in. And so invoking Kali, we melt with Kali's dance. Like you've got no choice but to melt. When Kali goes to do her dance of destruction, she's the female counterpart to uh, Shiva. And Shiva is the god of destruction, the god at the end of time. And Shiva's dance is called the Tandeva. And when Shiva dances the Tandeva, it's this dance that essentially just destroys the world. And which sounds like terrifying, and I think from a Western perspective, we would certainly think these concepts are horrifying because it's the end of everything. But there's more of this cyclical nature to the Hindu belief system, culture, cosmology, however, whatever word we want to ascribe to that, in the sense that things are cyclical. Things have to be destroyed for things to grow again. So for those of you that are into tarot, this would be the tower card. Things have to be deconstructed. We have to break the chains, the chain of pain. We have to break these patterns and things need to fall apart before we can rebuild something better, something stronger, something new, something fresh. The tearing these things down that can be painful, but it doesn't have to be painful. So Kali's dance, as we melt before her dance, it doesn't have to be a painful melting. We can release things. It is appropriate to simply release, to lay things at Kali's feet, so to speak, to let go of this cycle that you've been stuck in for a long period of time. We can melt that cycle and then build something new. Next week, the 25th of January, is the full moon. The full moon is in 
Leo, which is the opposite of Capricorn. I have to look at my notes. And so the full moon is the time to really identify the structures that are kind of keeping you trapped, the structures that you're ready to let go of. Uh, Full moon in Leo is all about playfulness as well and bringing in that energy of playfulness so we can start now addition of light divided is this call to start identifying some of those patterns that are keeping you lost frozen in that state where you're feeling broken and then you can start to release those and then the following new moon cycle is this time to start planting new seeds so that you can build things up again so you can create something better. So that's the energy of this song. It's kind of an intense energy. I like it. It's an intense energy that moves with that driving rhythm of the song and she invites us to wake up in an aqua tourmaline dream. She says aqua. I'm like it's aqua but that's okay. I think aqua works with the song and the rhythm of the song so that's why we've got to go there with the aqua instead of aqua so it's helpful to look at what aqua tourmaline is because i know if you're like me i was like what is she talking about what is an aqua tourmaline dream so i'm reading to you from this huge book i've got it's called the book of stones by robert simmons and naisha ashian asian I'm not quite sure how to say that last name, so my apologies for that. I've never heard it said. So I looked up aquatourmaline in here, and there isn't a reading for aquatourmaline, but there is one for blue and blue and aqua. Okay, they kind of go together. Tourmaline, a lot of us use black tourmaline because it's a nice protection stone. So this is what it says about aquatourmaline. It's called blue tourmaline, and blue is the energy of healing. So there's this healing essence that comes through. Blue tourmaline evokes the energy of the peaceful mind. It facilitates a state of high awareness and attention accompanied by complete surrender to the divine source. Blue tourmaline can facilitate deep meditation and a zen-like state of illuminated emptiness. It aids one in releasing attachment to outcomes as well as to the past. And then it also goes on to say that blue tourmaline can help one develop the psychic gifts, clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, prophecy, and spirit communication. It is particularly useful for those who wish to become channels and mediums because it enhances one's ability to see and hear through the veil that separates us from the deceased and our spirit guides. I think it's interesting that she's picked this because she's talking about her suffering from the loss of her mother who they had a very deep connected relationship and so she's kind of invoking a stone that helps with that communication so what's the practice for this the practice that I chose for this and I actually have been ever since she's this album came out I always want to hold Kali Mudra a mudra mudra means seal and it's a way that we bring the hands together or sometimes parts of the body together to facilitate the energy flowing in a specific manner So another word for mudra is a hand gesture. And this hand gesture, Kali Mudra, is done by interlacing the fingers so that your right thumb is on top. And then we extend the fingers along their length. So the fingers are interlaced on the outside. 
the thumbs are crossed with the right thumb on top and the index fingers are extended long and you can hold this in front of your heart. If you really want to get this energy moving in a different way, you can extend the arms all the way overhead so that the upper arms are kind of hugging and framing the ears. And we hold this mudra above the head. Sometimes in a yoga class, I might hold this mudra overhead in a yoga pose. And as we hold Kali mudra, we're inviting that energy of change. We're inviting that dance that helps us to bring about clarity. Anytime we hold mudras, I prefer not to share with people what the energetic effects of a mudra might be. I mean, I've given you kind of a seed to work with, but I try not to talk about what happens to the breath or where the energy moves or how the energy moves because we all experience this differently. So as you hold this mudra, follow the path of least resistance with your breath and note what's occurring with the energy in the body. Where's the energy flowing? Is it swirling? Is it pooling? And don't judge. Don't say, oh no, that's not what's happening, or that can't be happening, or I don't believe that that's happening. Let go of that. Let intuition guide your experience, and let yourself accept the feelings that are happening as a result of the mudra. So you're breathing with it, And we want to hold the mudra for a minimum of six breaths or 30 seconds. And then you can hold it for up to five minutes or longer, especially if you feel like you're getting something, hold it longer. This can be an energizing mudra. I mean, it's certainly a mudra that can awaken things. As one of my teachers many years ago said, if Kali can't clear you, nobody can. So we're invoking that energy of purification of clarity, clear vision, which certainly relates to that blue tourmaline energy. So great mudra to hold in the morning. It's a nice mudra to hold if you're going to go into any kind of journaling or self-inquiry around what is that pattern that's been keeping you lost and frozen, that's been keeping you a state if feeling broken in a state of pain. You're ready to let that go. If you're listening to this, you are ready to let that go. If you're really hearing this, you are ready to let that go. So take your Kali Mudra and breathe, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.